0: Tom Freely, James Howard Kunzler, the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast, only on Radio Zeitgeist. Of course, your stop, Radio Zeitgeist, for the art of critical thinking in an age of too much, so much information. Mr. Kunzler's genius today on the Clusterfuck Nation Zeitcast. We're coming for you. My ex-Rolling Stone magazine partner begins: slip-sliding away, slip-sliding away. You know the nearer your destination, the more you're slip sliding away. Of course, that from wordsmith, songsmith, Mr. Paul Simon. Jim asks, have you noticed as the election looms, the party of chaos trips deeper into its own self-created chaos? Turns out that the effort to make Ukraine the 51st state is not going over so well with the voters, nor is the campaign to convince children to switch sexes. Or the crusade to sell ever more mRNA vaccines, always in quote, vaccines, that the Center for Disease Control knows good and gosh darn well are killing and maiming credulous citizens by the millions. Or the program for importing limitless alien vibrance across the open border with Mexico. As the venerable Rolling Stones sang more than a half a century ago rape, murder, it's just a shot away. This is the kind of country that the party of chaos has been grooming you up for. It's not working. We are coming for you, leaders, mesmerized minions, and obliging tools of this satanic faction that seize the levers of power in America and turn them into wrecking bars. After the nervous hiatus from November to January, we're coming for you in 2023, he writes. You are going to answer for the decisions you took and the rules you made that drove our country to its knees and half out of its mind. We are storming you in your Kafka's castle of lies and malice, and we are going to drag you out of there kicking and screaming. Preserving your decorum will not be our first consideration, Rochelle Walensky, Tony Fauci, Alejandro Mayorkas, Merrick Garland, Christopher Ray, and the people who work for you there's a lot of loose talk about some as yet unknown party of chaos's ploy to stave off the november 8th reckoning say drag out the vote count for weeks and confabulate the results declare some emergency to shut down in-person voting or somehow postpone the vote altogether nothing like that will go over successfully this time around he writes the lamp post in the walmart parking lots could be decorated with dangling local election officials who get caught churning phony ballots, tweaking Dominion machines, and taping up the polling place's windows with cardboard. You're getting no help, meantime, from the folks who run the maundering flunky you installed as president. They just flipped off Sergei Lavrov's invitation to negotiate some reasonable end to your 60-plus billion dollar orchestrated fiasco in Ukraine. These are the people that party apostate Tulsi Gabbard I would so marry her. Tulsi Gabbard identified lately as, quote, an elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness. She got that exactly right, in exactly the right moment in history, too, he writes. Did you actually propose, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, that the purpose of our misadventure in Ukraine was, quote, to weaken Russia? How's that working out? I'll tell you. Russia is fixing to wipe up the floor with its Nazi antagonists in Kiev and their NATO helpers. Russia is proceeding with prudence and determination to neutralize our country's foolish provocations, even despite Joe Biden's admission that Armageddon is an option. Here's some news for you, party of chaos. Russia is not insane, but you surely are. You, Lloyd Austin, are busy destroying the American military with your deranged sexual boundary bamboozle and your sinister vaccine policies that have led, among other disasters, to a tripling of cancer rates in the ranks. What exactly have you succeeded in weakening? He asks. Do you think the American people have failed to notice this? How are those financial sanctions working against Russia? Tony Blinken, Victoria Newland, Jake Sullivan, and Susan Rice. Here's how. They energized trade relations and financial settlements between Russia and the 70% of the economic world that is outside the orbit of Western civilization. Meanwhile, they drove the birthplace of Western Civ, Europe, to its knees, upon which it is sliding headlong back to the 12th century. Who told you to do that? George Soros? Klaus Schwab? Oh, by the way, We're coming for the two of them also, if they're still alive in 2023. Are you listening, Bill Gates? Jim asks. We've also had enough party of chaos of your Green New Deal and climate change bullshit. The former is a sheer shuck and jive. You propose to mandate the end of gasoline-powered cars in favor of electric cars that charge off of fossil fuel-fired power plants? That's rich. Ironically, though, the whole mass motoring matrix is failing not on the basis of whatever powers a car, but on the simple fact that a sinking middle class, whose destruction you engineered, can't afford to buy any kind of car anymore, whatever way it's powered. As for your climate change hysteria, consider that human culture has gone through scores of climate swings since the age of the pharaohs, the main ones being the Bronze Age warming, the Hellenic cooling, The Roman warming, the Dark Age cooling, the Medieval warming, the Little Ice Age cooling, and now the present day warming with evidence that we are slipping back into another cooling, he writes. The truth is that it has always been difficult for civilizations to adapt to these events, but it's especially difficult for us with our super complex, mutually dependent, hypertech systems of daily life, not to mention the giant scale of it all which pretty much guarantees a hard landing for us. We're not going to run Walmart, Walt Disney World, and the suburbs on any combination of wind, solar, and recycled Frimax oil, so stop pretending and quit making everything worse than it has to be. We've got to make other arrangements for sure, and that will be hard enough, but no thank you on that transhumanist robot utopia you're trying to sell. Well, of course, you'd never quit trying. You just have to be defeated. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And after you're defeated, we're going to come for you and stuff your asses into those witness chairs and compel you to come clean on why you worked so hard to destroy the USA. Maybe you'll apologize. You should be the first to know, though, that it won't matter. When did anyone's apology ever induce in you something besides the demonic lust to inflict more pain on your victims? Tom Friedley, Radio Zeitgeist.
1: Jesus
2: Wow.